Okay, so we're gonna start yeah, again. I'm sorry. Okay. No worries. <laughs> we're gonna blame Mercury retrograde for this one because. Yeah, there is <laughs> yeah when I've like posted reels and such, that I like put in the words and then they're like all whack and weird. I'm like, okay, Mercury retrograde. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good excuse for everything. Yeah, okay, <laughs> let's come back. Did that over? So, yeah. <laughs> Hello beautiful souls and welcome to season 2 of the Connect and Inspire podcast. I am so so happy to be here with you today. It has been quite a struggle because we had some technical problems, we had to record a few times, our mic weren't working so we ended up not using mic at all. But, you know, like we said, we're gonna blame Mercury Retrograde on this one. Um, so in this new season of the Connect and Inspire podcast, there will be one guest per month and each month will be focused on one specific theme and the rest of the month it will be just me talking kind of like a little diary of prana time so if you're ready today i am joined with the amazing anna and becca anna is an authentic coach and becca is a marketing social media manager va uh, and she focuses on um, a marketing that is balanced so Without further ado, let's get into it. Let's talk about joyful communication, joy in general, how this can help us navigate uncertainty with more ease and enjoy. Hi Anna, hi Becca, how are you doing today? We're doing, doing good. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little nervous, but excited <laughs> yeah i'm sure you're gonna do great you have a podcast and it's a beautiful podcast as well where you talk about joy and kind of all things related to life really from what i've gathered yeah um, well i guess it's because we in a way you can find joy in all way of life and obviously stepping away from the fact of like toxic positivity but it's like mm. you're able to we've had like some experiences where like oh my gosh that was a good experience like great experience but later on we found the joy pieces within it yeah the moment wasn't i love that so <laughs> first maybe you want to introduce unconventional joy which is your account on instagram and introduce yourself one by one first begin then anna or vice versa uh, so that we can get to know you a little bit Cool. All right. Well, I'm Anna, and I'm part of Unconventional Joy. Though through that, I am running my own thing called the Authentic Workshop. Yeah. Uh, which uh, is all about authenticity and working with people and being sure that they're going about life in a more authentic way, which that that fits correct for them. They're building their own pedestal. They're doing what they love and finding their superpower and with that I actually believe is your joy. I feel I believe through authenticity is where you can really find joy and peace because you find a comfort within yourself of just showing up of who you are. You're able to dance and it doesn't matter if you can really actually dance, you just find joy in that. Yeah. And so that kind of goes in with the unconventional joy because Beck and I with unconventional joy we've realized we're very separate in it and what we're doing but together they both bring 
joy mm-hmm. to it and so yeah yeah and um I am running like my own marketing like a balanced marketing off the side just like Anna's authentic workshop mine my Instagram is balanced marketing and really that's just bringing a whole new perspective into how we think about marketing and finding the joys in marketing um in a way that really suits you so yeah well it's in a way too like it is unconventional all of this because a lot of people want to think like wow you can find joy in marketing because so many people like oh i hate marketing or even a lot of people think they have to chase after joy they have to Mm -hmm. go and find it when sometimes it is within you and like it is a very authentic that you can already hold within yourself yeah i agree with that i think joy is always within us it's just like freedom is within us but sometimes we're looking outside of us to find it when what's outside of us is just a reflection of who we are within us and so where did you get the idea of like and creating unconventional joy well (laughs) we were well we were doing separate things at first and we realized that we really complement each other and we bring out pretty much the best each other and our joys and you know we can be real with each other and so we're like well let's just do our own thing together instead of doing these things separately so then we were coming up with the name and we actually both wrote down we were just writing down words that we liked and i think i wrote unconventional joy and she had written down joy and that was just like something that really stuck with us and also a reason we decided to work together is because we know that like we just work better with community and other people mm-hmm. and it's like even if we're doing things separately like we are growing together in this and we're supporting each other in it and yeah. what really set the tone for that we're, we were going to do unconventional joy was we went to Oregon together here um, in the USA for just like a girl's trip and we had a, a pretty traumatic experience of our car got broken into oh really and yeah yeah and like my stuff was stolen it was just super just real downer to the trip but mm. it was very bonding and after that we just had so much laughter and so much bonding with that and we're like this yeah. is why we're doing unconventional joy this is our it was, it was it was like the click because we were still laughing. We were laughing at the fact that our fake plastic window was just so loud that we couldn't hear each other. Yeah. But because of that, <laughs> we're going onto smaller roads so we could actually hear each other. That also allowed us to slow down and just enjoy the moment. So it's that idea of like, life, no matter what, is gonna kind of throw you some stuff, but yeah. you can still, even though the situation wasn't the best you can still find joy within yourself and still not be happy with the situation kind of thing absolutely that experience was awful in itself you know like we weren't finding joy at all at the moment in the moment and i think that (laughs) happens in a lot of things that happens in our lives (laughs) and so just recognizing like finding the little joys after the fact i think can brighten the whole experience yeah Um, I definitely yeah. agree with that. I had like, it's not the same experience at all, but like a year ago I was with my mom and we had a story with a car as well, where she was trying to buy a car and 
she bought a car, but the guy who sold her the car wasn't someone great. And so it wasn't working very well. So we got the car. We were trying to go and fix it. And then on our way to go there, we just had like this little rock who like had been thrown at us when my mom was driving, you know? And so we decided, okay, we're just gonna go to the garage and like change everything. And on our way there, we got a second one. <laughs> oh no. And we were like, okay. And we just started laughing because like, that's just, that doesn't make any sense. Like, well, it does make sense because to us it was the universe way of like telling us something but that was a very funny moment as well even though like my mom wasn't very happy with the situation we were just like okay whatever like it's one thing on top of another and <laughs> well it's the yeah. idea too where it's like it was legitimately out of your control like you can't uh, always just be super angry at something that was so out of your control like it can be terrible yeah but if you're just holding on to how angry you are about it like you have no control there's no way you can fix it now so it's just like well this is just how it is yeah, right now definitely and, and that's a really good way to look at it through looking at uncertainty because you can't control most things in your life like and yeah. it's okay to at ease with that and find joy in not being control. Yeah. yeah, I definitely agree with that. And is there like a big moment in your life where you were navigating uncertainty and joy kind of like allowed you to keep on going? Like, yeah, it was like our way to keep going. Yeah. Kind of well, I was definitely for the past two years have been on the journey. I'm just really figuring out what I'm doing and now I'm finally getting there. Mm -hmm. So anybody who's out there who's trying to figure out what they're doing, it can take time. Yeah. But in the beginning, when I first started, like I was very mentally like ill, like I was not doing well. And it was just like that breaking point where you're like, oh, I want more for myself. And once I started doing that, I realized realize that like oh I can do more for yourself and once you get that little tidbit of like light that you feel within yourself and joy you're like it's almost like this like oh I want more yeah you know, like I, I just love this I want more not even like for your life more for yourself yeah and so that's like been my feeding it's like how I've been like feeding myself is I've tested through a lot of things and, like going through it but the whole time it was just you take it with such ease like you're more open like not worrying about the outcome yeah because when I feel like joy is very much something that you find in the present yeah and so it has allowed me to really stop and just be in this moment to see like the flowers that have grown in my life and the seeds I am planting and that's kind of been my my lighting path to the way of where I am and where I'm going yeah Oh, that's awesome. What about you, Bacon? That's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> well, I think what really like started it all was I realized that I needed somebody to really like dig deeper inside. So I hired a life coach of my own. She basically made me see of like kind of how like the art of being like I want to embrace this art of being and with that it comes joy and like hmm. finding out like, my values and joy is one of my values and I realized that I'm like oh my gosh so I'm living with it I don't have to 
continuously search for it. Yeah. So I've now it's like I'm it's inside of me instead of outside of me. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it gives you I just have this had this image like it feels like joy has all these little gifts to give you. Like I feel like once you find it, like I feel like both Rebecca and I, we've like constantly kept finding stuff that brings us joy or letting go stuff that isn't giving us joy. It's like it yeah. it brings in a whole new direction of life and it's it brings an unlimited like yeah. it brings you to be so infinite because that's all you're focusing on is with the joy. Yeah, and it can good grounding, like does this bring me joy? And maybe rethink about okay, well, you know, it doesn't have to bring me joy right now, but maybe in like planting that seed, maybe in a couple months, it will bring me joy if I keep at it, like a habit or something. Yeah. It's like really differentiating, I feel like, between your intuition and something that you really don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even I know you're you're into human design. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those I know with like an emotional authority or like an emotional intuition, which Beck and I both yeah. have. Is Me you too. Can have, yeah, yeah, love emotional people. Yeah. <laughs> but that's actually has been kind of less in mind. It's like you might be super excited about something and later your emotions like, no, I actually didn't want to do this. So sometimes yeah. actually, as Becca was saying, it's really taking your time and it's okay if something that brought you joy in one moment kind of fizzled out. Because, yeah. Again, it's it's like we're always changing. We are we're always all changing. Yeah. And it's okay yeah. to not hold on to it and uh, move on mm -hmm. if this doesn't yes. light you up anymore. Yeah, I agree. And I was, I wanted to like go back also on what you were saying, Becca, on, um, you know, something that doesn't necessarily brings you joy in the moment might bring you joy later. That's actually something, um, you know, all of your experiences don't need to be like very beautiful right away in order yeah. to like bring you joy and I remember back in June when you've probably heard about this but like when I was I felt like I was in a complete chaos like really I was a my mental health was really bad by this month because of a year of entrepreneurship and you know when you're all alone and well all of those things and you you want to fight for your dreams but in the meantime you're like okay but I don't see results there so is there hope you know And I was so down, but somehow like there was this thing, I was like, but I'm living this for a reason. And that's like, that's how I managed to overcome this and find the joy in it. Even though like it was three days straight of crying and being like very down. After that, I was like, oh, okay. So I actually learned this, this and that, and I can let go of, you know there's certain things and then keep on moving with this other thing and after that I felt even more joy because I was able to find the joy within me to find the strength within me to keep going and I think it's like it can it's kind of related to what you were both saying uh, Anna with your story and Becca with uh, finding joy not necessarily in the moment but maybe later yeah well even gosh that just left my mind but when you were saying the whole like you were still able to find that joy in that dark period I feel like it is good for people to know like you are most definitely have those moments because sometimes those moments as you said 
is because you have to let go of something for you to yeah. continue to go towards more joy like you're not it's your journey is a constant healing experience yeah, definitely yeah. and yeah. that's what's amazing i feel about with the human experience i'm like so fascinated i don't know about you but like the human experience oh. really fascinates me i'm like we are here on earth and we're here to experiment every single emotions and every little thing that we come across along our day and that actually that's sorry that actually brings me joy <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah it's beautiful what made you decide to do what you're doing now like what was the changing part in your life where you were like oh my gosh i want to do this like this feels correct and this feels wrong or whatever yeah i feel this has been a journey like honestly that's someone actually asked me the same questions not too long ago and i think it like they asked me this question in a different way it's like when did you become like so spiritual or so interested in like spirituality and everything and i guess the turning point was in 2017 because my parents got divorced and i was graduating high school there was just like a lot of things happening and i started to go on to uni like to university and everything that i thought like you know choosing one college and going there for four years and not stopping until then just collapsed suddenly because i didn't like what i was doing there it wasn't like challenging enough for me and so i had to change and then i started studying communication same i wasn't very liking it for mainly for the reason you were talking about in the beginning because in the way they teach us marketing and communication it's very salesy and not very authentic and they're using yeah. psychology they're but not in a good very way very heavy rather than light yeah definitely and, yeah. like everyone does it differently that's the point yeah definitely yeah. but like the way they teach you this it's like very like you have to do this this way and you're gonna get sales with that and i don't necessarily agree with this because for me the human being is very important and the human experience is very important and so i stopped this like i did one year and a half, like not two years of communication studies and then i stopped i went on to psychology then I thought, oh, maybe I should come back to communication just in case, you know, to graduate in case uh, something goes off again and I change my mind again. So that way, like, it was kind of like my safe then. And so I finished my degree in communication uh, online and then COVID hit. And so during the pandemic, during the quarantine, I was at home with my, at my boyfriend's parents home actually and I discovered health coaching and that's actually like a lot of my family members are already working in the self-development sector but it's just it was a different way to approach it it was like you can it was a very holistic approach you can heal your body but you don't need medicine you don't like you don't need to you know 
you don't need pills, you don't need to necessarily go to modern day doctors, you can also use traditional medicine. Uh, so all of those things, which are things that I've always, always believed in. And so that's kind of like, I was like, yeah, that's what I need. And then I started the, my health coaching journey and my entrepreneurship journey eventually. <laughs> and so this was kind of like, so it didn't happen like in one time. There has been like moments where it was like, oh, that's the turn that I want to take. But it was bit by bit. And so during, so I've started entrepreneurship like about a year ago now because we're in October. So yeah, it's been a year. And um, and along this journey, I was like, okay, I'm, it was kind of like a trial and error things. So I've like started things, didn't really like them, and then kept kept on moving, like kind of what you were saying, Anna. Like kind of like digging through, finding the golden egg, what feels yeah. right, kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so I did this until June, where I felt very down. I already knew about human design, but not so much back then. And so I came back to it after this dark phase. And this kind of like is what saved me in a sense, like not saved me, but allowed me to keep going and see the hope in what I was doing. And the more I was discovering about human design, the closer I got to really feel in alignment. And then there was just a lot of different techniques also that you can use to to help you do this and also going inwards more and more um, in order to do what I'm doing today, <laughs> which is I know will keep on evolving, you know, but um, but yeah, it's I think is really cool. And now I'm trying to focus more on building a community rather than actually selling my services, because that's something along the entrepreneurship journey it's something that you often forget about because you need to make money and so this thought can prevent you from actually saying why you started this in the first place so what i did is like i just like started looking for a job and to balance the two and then come back to my why and that's why how i'm here today <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. I'm so like impressed that you kept on going. Like it really, it, you're, you really learn a lot about yourself when you just keep going forward and you find different yeah. things and yeah, yeah, it's really special. Your story just I feel like it very lines up yeah. to how, not exactly how mine was, but even when you were just explaining like there's an individual to the marketing or whatever, or communication. Yeah. It's more than when you're doing that, when people are like, you gotta do this, 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 you're putting this these individuals in a box. Yeah. And you're like, there's there's not certain ways to work it. And so I feel like too is through that you taught yourself of how you work. And yeah. how you like to go about things and especially with human design. Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Human design was like my awakening pretty much too with everything yeah it brought me authenticity so yeah yeah oh, I love that because what did you like when did you first start to learn about human design and like when did you first start to say okay I want to be an authenticity coach oh so the authenticity coach was actually quite um 
recent, but I'll go back to the first question. Human design, I was introduced to it sometime last year, like somebody had mentioned it to me and like they just looked up my chart like real quick on the phone. They didn't like know much yeah. about it. And like, so like I knew about it, it like planted a seed and I kind of like forget, forgot about it. Soon it just like became this thing where I wanted to know everybody's human design. I mm. really dived into mine. I was listening to podcasts. I got myself a reading. I got myself a booklet because as soon as I figured out that like I was a projector, I was like, oh my gosh, this just makes so much sense. Like it felt so yeah. correct for me. Mm. But um, how human design brought me into being an authenticity coach was like it showed me that everybody is so different. Yeah. Like even. You and Becca, you're a generator? Yeah. You, yeah. you and Becca are both generators, but you guys are still so different, doesn't it? Yeah. There's just so much to you and how everyone goes yeah. about it. Yeah. And that just fascinated me. And I knew too, like, I got, I get so riled up when I, t I see people, like, telling people how to do things and they have to do it that way. I'm like, no, like, yeah. they need to do it, like, what feels correct for them. Yeah. And that's when I realized that that was my passion. It's just, like, helping people and guiding them to a way to a life, like to live their life, not yeah. how somebody else wants to live it, not how society wants them to live it, not how they think they need to live it, following mm -hmm. their life, following their heart, following what brings them ease and joy. And obviously there does come a lot of healing and deconditioning with that. Yeah. And so I think becoming an authenticity coach maybe two months ago I was like yeah that's what I want to do I, it was during a podcast I was like well actually I think like I just want to be an authenticity coach because yeah that sounds right and like there comes much to that like I would love to work with anybody who wants any part of their life like yeah. it could be relationships but it's like let's figure out what works for you with that and mm -hmm. what you need within yourself yeah. but I'm currently because I was going to do one-on-one -on -one coaching, but mm. I I love community. So I'm doing, I'm working on a workshop right now. Yeah. Because I want to bring people together and bring everybody's individuality as like a, a way to inspire each other and guide each other. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I, it's just something I get really excited about. Yeah. I completely understand that. Like, and I also think, um, that when you, because I prefer to work with a community as well. And I think that when you have a community, when it's a small community, people inspire each other within the community. So you're the coach, but there's, you know, they all, they all have so much wisdom within, within them. And this is also what's so interesting because that's something you don't get in a one-to-one. No, well, because I fully believe that my, in my future workshop, every single one of them has just as much to offer as I have to offer. Yeah. Like it's, they're going to be coaching too, in a way. It's like almost like group therapy, but group coaching and just yeah. really being there for each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think community is just so important and people yeah. are craving it, I think. Yeah, definitely. Especially because with social media, we, there is a community, but we are alone. Like, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, the more we are on social media, the more we feel like we have a community, but the, the more we feel alone at the same time. Yeah, it's a weird balance. Like, yeah. 
have to know when to step away and give your community in your space time instead of your community online time. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm curious, like, why did you start uh, balance marketing? Like, what, what well, was your turning turning point, turning moment? Yeah. Well, I was like hitting a dead end because I felt like I didn't know really what I was doing with unconventional joy. Like, I was our marketer and not marketing to like tell people about what, she's, what I she's found. Doing. So yeah. So I started balanced um, marketing just for that reason to join or to build a community of people who aren't alone in their marketing and who mm. like show me who you are. That's who I want to see. And you know, marketing, there's all those comments of like how to grow the fastest. You need a certain number of followers. It's yeah. like, no, you all you need is you and your little community, you know, however little it is or big. Yeah. But really it just starts with you. And if you're not okay, your business won't be okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like fully believe. Yeah, well, I agree. Too, like you're bringing in like authenticity, which that's where I feel like we do come in together is authenticity. And I believe mm -hmm. with that, like you want to help people with how you can, you can go about it like your own way. You don't need exactly. to be pushing yourself. Yeah. And so I have this offer that just like a one-on-one -on -one, that if you need some help with, you know, like your direction or your strategy, we can talk about it and see how some things, some tips that I have will help you because it won't work for everybody. That's not how we're meant to be. Yeah. Um, you want like a life that's sustainable and like your marketing is sustainable because your social media account it'll pretty much always be there except for monday but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other story <laughs> i know yeah. it's that idea too that um they come first like their authenticity comes first and they could be selling what they're selling all day long but there's a lot of people selling the same kind of stuff so they have to show up as them people are like why yeah. am i choosing you it's because of them who they are exactly. bringing themselves to the table as well yeah just that's the most beautiful part is like i want to see you show me your dancing or your you know whatever you love to do like i want to see your life too not just i don't know it's it's a balance yeah. that's why balanced marketing is so perfect because life is balanced yeah and i think it's important to balance it yeah yeah awesome that's i love yeah. i love this idea like yeah it's something that we rarely see like because we either see like marketing slash life coach or just social media manager, but like the idea of balanced marketing is like, I don't see it very often. And it's so necessary, like for any entrepreneurs out there to know that they can be themselves, they can be unique and still be able to reach to the people they want to reach and be heard by their community and engage with them. Exactly. And I think it will like lessen a lot of stress around social media and marketing and just like less burnout because people are following their heart. And like, of course you need to, like, if you have tasks during the day, try to get like them done or as many as you can yeah. but if you're really having you know a really hard day it's okay to set those aside 
yeah just like kind of follow your mind and body like your intuition yeah it all plays into it (laughs) yeah and again i feel like it's a question of balance as well because sometimes it's also discerning like when your body is so tired that it's not gonna do it anymore and so you have to stop and when you're using this as an excuse like oh i can do it tomorrow and so it's also finding this balance i feel like between the two so that you can actually achieve your dreams achieve the goals that you want to achieve but then respect your body your mind and your health mm-hmm. as well exactly so yeah. important and i want everybody to know that they can do it <laughs> yeah i was wondering why does a joyful communication mean to you? Ooh, that's a really good question. Hmm. What does joyful communication mean to us? I think a lot of it for me is to be like receptive of who you're talking to. The first thing that came to mind for me was just like flows my word. Like that's just the something I go to. It's just something that flows. It doesn't come from a place of me thinking this is what I need to say. It's coming from a place of this is what I want to say. This is what brings me joy. This is, and because it's coming within. So I think joyful communication is me legitimately speaking what I love and owning that and loving it. And also I saw like laughter. I saw people laughing and Oh no. That's beautiful. Yeah. I can really see that image really clearly. <laughs> Just super. But I also could see it with joyful communicating is finding the joy in communicating. Like sometimes you are not going to have fun conversations. Sometimes you have to talk to your significant other about something mm-hmm. or your family. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun. Like it feels heavy. But the joy that's coming out of it yeah. is that you spoke up for yourself or that you're wanting to help them that you're wanting to grow yeah that's so interesting (laughs) yeah and i (laughs) i agree like it's like that's that was kind of like my next question i was wondering like how can communication help you navigate uncertainty and bring you back to this sense of joy oh how communicate okay oh that is very more in-depth questions so i'm just i'm just gonna go with it but um i feel like how communication can help you in uncertainty is because when especially i'm gonna even use communication in the idea of writing a big part Mm -hmm. of how i communicate is through writing whether it's myself or to others it allows you when you're feeling uncertain it's something that's really building up in you and sometimes it can cause anxiety it can cause you to just feel so stressed about something yeah. and sometimes it just needs an outlet to be released and so if that's either me going to becca and be like becca i'm really uncertain about this she's mm-hmm. able to like give me not necessarily not but something to give i'm not give i don't mean just a but way for me to feedback yeah something yeah. to release or for me like I really if I'm feeling just like uncertain about something I just start writing and I just keep writing and writing and by the end I'm so much better because it was released I found an answer to it and I found again the why like I'm 
being uncertainty in what I'm doing or uh, about talking to somebody about something, it brings back to the why of everything, which I think that why can be the joy. Yeah. So if I got this correctly, it's like communication allows you to go back to joy because it allows you to come back to your why and also to have a new perspective on things or a kind of a feedback so that you're not too much in your mind uh, freaking out about what it is that you think because you're all alone and you can actually talk about it with someone and so that brings you back to this sense of joy as well yeah and even to like like the image i see when you have that uncertainty like it's almost like you have something knotted up within you whether you feel it in your heart or your mind i feel like everyone feels it in different space of their body um mm -hmm. it's a way to actually release it and yeah. find that light again because i know yeah. sometimes i can have so much in my mind that it's so hard for me to even imagine not being uncertain not being stressed mm -hmm. so just releasing it and yeah. letting out to the universe it opens up more space for joy to come in yeah yeah definitely yeah. i was gonna actually say that of like being open has been a really i'm working on being more open with people and being um open to feedback yeah and i think that is really important for navigating uncertainty because you don't know what they're going to say back to you but you can take it and be at like this neutral position with it and just like be open to speaking up and sharing or it's okay if you don't speak up at all. Like I'm yeah. a very quiet person. So well, I am learning to speak up more yeah. and yeah. be open with the idea of the uncertainty of communication because communication yeah. kind of scares me a little bit. Yeah. So doing this, it's like, you know, doing something every day that scares you could be a good way to look at it because like this scares me but I'm doing it and it's like doing those little things you'll get better at communication and then like this brings me joy talking to you with yeah. Anna and this is just like I love it and you're doing well I mean <laughs> you're doing great job yeah I think from a human design perspective like um you know we've talked about the throat center in the workshop and uh you know when it's defined or undefined and from what i remember you might have like an undefined throat center yeah so yeah so you yeah and mine is defined <laughs> which makes perfect yeah. sense like yeah <laughs> But which can help you when Anna's around. Yeah, like, I, yeah. yeah. I feel like we do help each other out in a lot of ways because I have like an open Ajna and head center, so I'm very just like woo. And yeah. Sometimes being with Becca, it just kind of it can bring back. back to where like, what I'm actually thinking. Grounds you. Yeah, grounds me. Like I love being up in the air. Like I love it, but it's good to sometimes to sit down and actually be there which is cool because you bring me more up in the air yeah. of, so we're going to like this middle part yeah yeah, yeah this, so you are like amazing fit for business partners and all yeah, yeah. well so. too it's like we both have like split definitions too so like you do better like being with a lot more people actually and learning from them that makes sense yeah yeah 
like to observe before I partake. <laughs> yeah. I'm like this as well. I like to observe everything and know my environment before I actually start talking with people. And I yeah. actually think in silence, you can get a lot of wisdom from it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I was uh, thinking about this, like at the opera. Like an orchestra? Like were, were there yeah. instruments? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah. So we were there and like some people were just like, almost screaming bravo and others were just like silent and it really made me think on like sometimes silence is also a good way to say thank you to like the musicians well i think that i feel like you just explained that communication can be silent yeah uh, you can really like there's communication through people's energies through their facial expressions their whole like body their, their whole body there's so yeah. much more to it and i think too is um i mean for me like even with my defined throat like there's moments i'm very silent because i know when i'm meant to speak or not like it's just having yeah. that that knowing and it is beautiful to be in silence and you can learn in that moment which yeah i'm always learning, always learning. we're always learning yeah. about ourselves yeah but like that's the the, like kind of the school of life (laughs) it's like life teaches you more I feel like than what you learn in the traditional school yes you learned so much well I remember even once she was going to be a life coach Becca was and she was so worried about it she's like I need to go back to school and I was like do you need to go back to school or do you feel like you just need to do that to feel comfortable in it? Because your yeah, life, exactly. it, Becca, you can be a life coach because your life literally gave you so much knowledge and yeah. you know so much. Yeah. So, so yeah. But it was also like other people's opinions. It's all those like blockers that you're just like, actually, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because you say I can't, actually, I'm going to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah oh really and like why like if you could have been a life coach if you had the certification would you be a life coach by now or would you still work in balanced marketing i would work in balanced marketing because through there i feel like that is a way of life coaching but in more of like my passion so teaching people that they can be authentic in the way they market and like specific tools on how to do that and like um like having a sounding board too like i think it is a way of life coaching but in a different mm. roundabout way marketing coaching yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah maybe in the future you know something else will happen it's it's what you, it was the passion that spoke to you like i feel like the feeling of wanting to be a life coach was just like a nibble of the apple and then as you yeah. kept eating you were like oh you found the more specifics of oh, this is what I'm actually passionate about. This is what comes easier to me. This is yeah, why. and that's how I'm here today because that life coaching kind of like swiveled me around to here and I'm I'm so thankful yeah. I went that route. Yeah, so like what, what, like what was the turning point between life coaching and marketing and like how did you, what was your journey there? Well, so I was marketing for my Rising Sun, my earrings page and i was like i really like this side of social media which Mm. is kind of like most people don't like that side 
So I'm like, let me use my passions and like my gifts to help others because my goal is in life is to just have this this balanced and this way of being that is just me and hmm. bring all my passions into my life every day. And that's opening up my schedule so that I can, we can go to the thrift store. You know, we don't have to do hmm. these certain things. Free, or, freedom. Yeah, freedom of just, of, of life. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I was also going to say, it's like when we first started on Conventional Joy, like we both were going in as life coaches. And that's why in the beginning it did very much go together because we were just going to yeah. both be life coaches. But one reason too we were working together was because I'm not like the biggest fan of marketing, but Becca is actually like, I think both of us has just kind of taught each other. It's like, oh, we can just kind of go with the flow of it if what feels right to us. But yeah. like, she really enjoyed like- I love like engaging with the community mm-hmm. and learning mm-hmm. about these different ways that I like to approach marketing, like my yeah. schedule. Yeah, she would like schedule it out and like, I'm somebody who's very much, I just post when I feel inspired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which usually, it's usually within yeah. a week, but, and then I was somebody, I was the person who really enjoys doing art and coming up with quotes and doing captions. And so it was just yeah. like, oh, that goes together. Let's work together. And yeah. so then I believe through that too, she was like, wait, I, what I'm doing more is more on the marketing realm of things rather yeah. than like the coaching realm of things. Yeah. As you said, I, be- I believe in a way you are coaching, but in a right. different perspective. Through a different perspective. Yeah. 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 So that's how I am here right now is really just like back and forth. And this is like over like two months, not very long at it all. super quick. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm like, that, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like life surprises you. It in does. a way that you don't even imagine. You never, yeah. We don't even know where we'll be in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Making it that's step exciting. by step. It is, yeah. It is exciting. Yeah. And that's actually makes me think of um, one question that you wanted to ask me, but I actually I'm going to ask you. Um, how do you create joy? And do you have any tips for people so that they can create joy in their own life? Oh. So. I think for me a really big way of creating joy is embodiment like a view so moving dancing yoga or but really for me it's like put on a song whatever you want it to be and just moving because that kind of and not just like moving how you think you should be moving whatever your body's telling wow I just really want to be shaking my arms right now or yeah because I feel like it just releases stuff and you find so much fun in it Mm -hmm. and so that's like a big way that I create joy or I believe even through art you are creating you're literally creating joy on whatever if it's paper on the computer or whatever Mm. or through words words is my Mm. biggest way of creating joy it's the way not only that I find joy within myself but a way that I can communicate it to others yeah Oh. What about you, Baker? That's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I've been really trying to find what brings me joy because there's a lot of things that like mindfulness practice that I'm trying to do and these habits that I have, um, like mindful eating, like I'm really trying to embrace more of that embodiment side, but I feel like I'm more of a like 
right now of a physical person like if my space is clean that brings me joy yes. and yeah. like rearranging and designing just like that brings me so much joy like my plants are watered I know that's I don't know well no it's like just that's the simple things that brings us yeah. joy on a daily basis. well it's actually in your human design your uh your strongest sense is like outer vision which is mine too and people of outer vision mm -hmm. is like a huge part of your life that brings you joy is having your space being put together you love yeah. aesthetically pleasing things and you're sh supposed to show up to this world with yeah. that with like through your outfits or whatever like that can bring you yeah. joy and that's a that's literally like yeah. part of who you are yeah um, well yeah. that speaks so much because that's that's who i am I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's also what like you, um so well first i'm gonna like <laughs> go back on what you were saying and then it's also a way to impact the world so you impact the world through beauty and you know you share your message through like aesthetic and like being in a comfy environment as well that really suits you like that you find really beautiful and i think it's actually you were talking about um, human design, like Anna, you were talking about biggest human design and how this is actually very relevant. And I think I agree because with marketing, it's also a way to, you know, project your message, like put your message out there, like kind of in a aesthetic way. I think it's like, for me, like I really love doing art for my posts yeah. or whatever, like, and that's the way I like to portray it because to yeah. me like it looks nice yeah yeah that's the outer vision of it right yeah. yeah but then i'm like i use canva and all these yeah. designs you, to yeah. make my own aesthetic and you like really like the certain colors mm -hmm. or yeah and it's i think like, right yeah. there just shows even though we both have outer vision is it can be shown in very different ways it's an idea yeah. like we're still different yeah it's like embrace your authenticity yeah definitely it's like creation is your way to share your message however that might feel like yeah. yeah that's exactly it yeah that's how we show up in the world yeah so how about you how do you um so how do i create joy that's yeah i think it's i create it with every little thing like the podcast is a way to create joy um you know baking is a way to create joy it's yeah. like you really find it in the simplest thing in life like even if i see a, a very pretty flower or beautiful flower outside i'm gonna like be oh my god like it's like you were saying in the beginning anna it's like when you're present in the moment that's how i create joy to me that's definitely the biggest tip that we can give to someone like be in the presence and you will be able to create joy and to find joy in every single thing yeah yeah no i most definitely when you said like just like seeing a flower or something like yeah it's you like just get so excited like, that is such a beautiful flower i love that yeah. color or even one thing like when like we were on our trip that i love to do is like in the moment wherever we were i would like ask becca what's your favorite color that you can see right now? Like, oh, whatever is offered. <laughs> yes, so it's like, I feel like that's a really good way to like be in the moment and be really appreciative of what's given to you in the moment. Yeah, like even when you wake up and you see 
you know, it's a sunny day or like, even if it's raining, like, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be a beautiful day. And like, depending on the day, it's like, oh, I'm going to be able to relax or I'm going to be able to do a lot of things. And uh, that's just a way to, to find joy as well, I feel like. When I think of, so I have this idea of like my field of possibilities and like everyone's I think is different but for me it's like I'm sitting in this field full of flowers and I'm the sun is like beating down on me and I'm just like there's a big smile on my face and every time I think about that image I can place myself there and then I like almost radiate joy throughout my day so I can like come back to that field of possibilities moment. Would that be a tip to that you would give to people like to find an image that they really like and to like go in your head and imagine it when they're not feeling so good so that they can yeah bring themselves back to joy? Yeah definitely. Yeah like almost um, figuring out one of your happiest days or like a beautiful moment or even it can literally be something imaginative that yeah. just lights you up brings you joy yeah but i have like one final question you've probably heard of it on my podcast uh so the question is what does the art of being mean to you the art of being it's like what does it mean to you so i'll go first if you want to yeah good so the art of being to me is simply just being me like my passions, my values, everything that I just love and brings me joy, like radiates throughout my day. And I think when you're just that, I think is the art of being because that's that's you. And for me, that's all it is. It's, it's that state of being that is forever. You know, you're not, you're no longer going outside of yourself to find things. It's all inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to put it. I love that. What about you, Anna? So for me, the way of being is of movement and flow, of going with the wave of life, of going with the sore of your heart, like soaring, not like your sore heart. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, like you're soaring like in the sky. Because I believe every day you become. Yeah. Each day you wake up and you become whatever you are in that moment. Yeah. You become happy, you become sad you're constantly becoming and I yeah. feel like you're becoming and even becoming in itself is like this idea of oh you're so becoming you're so beautiful yeah so I guess just being I to me is beauty and we will leave you on this note thank you so much for listening to this beautiful podcast episode with Anna and Becca and if you want more tips and guidance on how to navigate uncertainty with more ease you can follow me on Instagram at Pranatime I will be more than happy to connect with you there and I will put all the links in the description below including Anna and Becca's links that way if you want to connect with them as well you can go and do that and I definitely encourage you to do so because they are such incredible human beings as well and they have so much to offer to the world so go do this as well and i will see you next friday for the first episode of prana times diary i wish you a lovely week and i will see you very soon bye <laughs>